What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 121. I'm your host, Dryley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt, reporting live from his parents' backyard. My mom just poked her head outside and said, is that Riley? Say hi. Hello. Hi, Riley. Hi. Thanksgiving. You look Happy cold Thanksgiving. Cold. All right. All right, Ma, we are live here, so thank you very much. Yeah, she's a she's a loyal listener. She's a seven handicap. Good stick. Love that. No, she doesn't play golf for 40 years, but she does listen. To, she said to me last night, I listen to the podcast every time we take walks. Uh, I would I would have believed you if you just stayed with that, and then I would have spent the rest <laughs> of the If you say anything confidently saying, enough, you know, people will believe it. If you speak with confidence, I will believe you. What's, yes, going, on, what's going on down there? We are here poolside in Bradenton, Florida. Drove down here last night from Jacksonville. A nice little four-hour drive through the middle of Florida. You haven't lived until you've driven like through Florida, the middle of Florida. The middle. Like, of I took Florida. one of the. I went through like instead of, instead of taking me to like four, on the four through like, like Orlando. This took me around Orlando on the three hundred one. It's like a state highway with like. It's one of those highways where it's like 65, 45, and there's cops just sitting there at the 45 thing waiting to pull you over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like a, it's a very tricky drive, but it's through like farm country, through like where, through where guys bought a uh, bought a farm. Oh, oh yeah. Recently, <laughs> just weekend, all of this, all of this toys, right? He's a huge farmer. It's like out there. It's like out in the, every time I drive through there, I'm like, how did Louis Tyson find this area? It's in the middle of no, nowhere. I'm saying, my, I'm saying my internet is unstable. Is my internet stable for you? It's, let me tell you something. Yeah. Your internet's never been worse than it is right now. Is it? Is it really? It's so bad. Maybe it's this crazy. outside thing isn't good. It's crazy how bad it is. We're going to fight through, though, because okay, we, have no, on, we don't really have another inside. option, to be honest with you. Maybe I got to go inside. Maybe I'll go inside. Live, live moving inside. Oh, he's found How's a room. That? He's found a room. I think it's fine. I don't know. I don't think we'll know for sure until you start talking, but we're just going to ride this out because we don't really have another option. So apologize in advance for everybody listening. I just listened to eight seconds of dead air while I watched Andy walk into his bedroom from the outside. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I just unplugged something from my dad's uh, plug, so I don't know whether to unplugged it. It might be something really bad, but we're back. Oh my god! Sorry you've about never that. Been, you've never been. This is the best Wi-Fi you've ever had. Woo! We are we're cooking down here. I think it's kind of stupid that you move ten feet in the Wi-Fi. I feel like Wi-Fi should be more powerful than that. If we're going to be honest, yeah. I was sitting really like right outside this window on the back porch, thinking this is perfect. Yeah, that's outrageous. One wall, one wall. Yeah, yeah. So, so I drove through Louis 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 Oosthuizen territory last night yeah okay yeah people like to highlight the popular destinations in florida a la miami orlando uh tampa even tallahassee uh jacksonville man when Mm -hmm. you go in the middle of that state there is just nothing going on in the middle of that state i drove down to stream song one time for a job interview and it's like one of the best golf resorts in florida and it is talk about in the middle of nowhere you didn't see a house for 30 minutes of the drive and then all of a sudden you're just in the middle of a golf resort it's crazy I stopped at a Wendy's last night, halfway in the halfway mark, and uh, out in the middle of nowhere, Florida. And one of the workers there had just come in from outside, and the other worker was like, "What are you doing out there?" And she's like, "I was looking at the prisoners who were out there working." 
Yikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll take a junior bacon cheeseburger fry. Let me get the heck out of here. What's going on here? Do you get the uh do you get the the that bag that they have with the junior bacon? That's what I get. No, I I've been doing Wendy's in like 30 years. And I just like spur of the moment turned into it. I feel that. What's your what's your usual go-to road trip thing then? I love just a double a two cheeseburger meal from McDonald's. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Two cheeseburgers, fries, maybe throw in a nine nugget if you're feeling really depressed about yourself. I feel that. And just well, there's nothing like reaching into that bag while you're driving, just grabbing whatever's in there and just wolfing it down. That was the best part of going to when I was covering the U.S. Open this year. I had to drive there every day and on the way home because the media tent food sucked at night. It was just that was the best part of the whole trip was just getting fast food on the way home and driving it. Sorry, I was just shocked. My parents have a landline and it just rang. Have you heard a landline ring in like 20 years? I can't remember the last time I heard a landline. <laughs> What's, like, I, was, I thought the fire alarm was going off. Yeah, yeah. You're old. You're even older than me, but I was still, I'm still old enough to, we had landline foes at our house. Like I still remember my whole phone number. Oh, yeah. There are really kids out here that if they saw that, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, my parents always keep a landline. They're like, what if something really bad goes on? And that's the only thing around. I'm like, if something that bad has gone on, <laughs> then you're not calling anybody anyways. No, for sure. It's over. Yeah, over. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Golf-wise this week does not. I mean, shout out Adam Svensson. He won yeah. as like a, a 150 to one underdog, which is crazy. Uh, so that's awesome. First win. He had a new caddy who I guess when he hired him, he said that they would win within like what? six starts or something and then that was his 10th start with his new caddy so that caddy's got big balls i turned it on right when uh after thigala made that putt on what was it 17 to to get into like a tie or one back and then uh svensson was on 17 and they're like he needs three good swings here meaning like there's a part three tee shot and then his tee shot on 18 and approach and he had all he had like five minutes kind of just sitting there with his caddy like waiting for like things to clear out and then finally he got to go and he hit it to like seven feet i'm like damn that's a that is a money and he rolled in the birdie putt to take his two stroke lead into 18 money pretty money finish there by the by the guy it would be so nice to it would be so nice to hit something like that betting wise like imagine if you put before mm-hmm. the week that you just put a hundred bucks on that guy to win your life would be changed forever 150 to one you know, they, they, you I know mean, they, what, what is that? 15 grand off a hundred bucks. They interviewed him after and he was crying. Like, I can't believe it. Like the, imagine if you won that bet on him, they interviewed you and you're just crying. You're like, I can't believe you won. It would be almost the same. Uh, 15 grand. Yeah. 15 grand. <laughs> I'm just so happy. He made that putt on 18. I know we're here with, we're here with Riley. Uh, let's talk about this win, Riley. And I would. Uh, my highest guy, I had Joel Damon this week. He T five. Uh, he had a good mm-hmm. little run on the back nine coming home. Shot 64 tied for fifth. Uh, but he wasn't, he had really... a good little run there the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he did. And it sucked because he looked really good. He played okay on Thursday. He played great on Friday. And then I believe he was either in the final group or the second to final group. He was at the top entering the mm-hmm. weekend. And then on Saturday he played like shit, which kind of sucked for me, but what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, Seamus Power T five, another strong finish with Seamus again, Power. Again, that guy's a monster. Recently, he's a, he's a beast. Recently, yeah. Again, he's yeah. one of those guys. You know, he's getting hot at like the wrong time to get hot. Yeah, because now they're like, all right, take a break for a while. Yep, Sahith was up there again, tied for second. That guy's kind of going into that Cameron Young category where he's just got a bunch of top five finishes and he just can't get it done. Yeah, when he does get it done, he's going to go in a bit of a heater, I think. 
I do have to admit that while he was making his little run on the back nine, I wasn't mad about it. I was more disappointed in myself because I bet on him a lot, and I felt like that was going to be some FOMO if he ended up winning. Yeah. Because I include him in a lot of my bets. God, sorry. I'm just looking at our boy Harry Higgs again. Man, golf is tough. He Wait, what 60- happened to Harry Higgs? Well, he went 67 in the first round, 63 in the second round, you know, right up there towards the top. And then he just he was. shot a pair. Then he just shot a pair of 70s over the weekend to just finish T21. T21. Which is fine. It's not a missed cut. I mean, he's missing a ton of cuts. So it's one of his better finishes in his last year. So I'm sure he'll take that. A little disappointed. But I do have to say one more name as we're going through here, just because I love bringing this guy yeah. up. I don't know if he'll ever win on the PGA Tour, but Montgomery. T15 again. You know how much money you would be winning if you just bet him top 20 every week? (laughs) If you're just betting him top 20 every week and won a bunch of money and you just wrote him a note like, hey, man, thanks so much for what you've done for me over the past month. Like, I appreciate that very much. That's what you should do. If, if, like, if you get big wins by these, some random guys, you should, like, write them letters and see if they get back to you. He, I should, I should write, like, Max for winning me seven grand a couple, a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, I was a golfer and someone's like, hey, man, thanks so much. Cause usually everyone's like, hey, you, you cost me money this week. You know, everyone's a real dick about it. But if you no win, one says you thank should, yous. No one ever says thank you. Like, hey, man, I won 300 bucks the other last weekend because you, my wife and I went out and got a nice dinner. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. I think they would love that. Actually, you know what? We're going to start doing that. The next time we get an outright winner, we're going to, we're going to email somebody. I think that's a yeah. fantastic idea. It, it's great. I mean, I, I, all the betting world is all just like, oh, I lost. You should like let's go together, man. Appreciate it. I got a T twenty and went a hundred. But you know, he launches this week. Thank you. I feel that. Uh in he has seven PGA tour starts. He's finished inside the top twenty five six times, and he's made one point four million dollars without winning. Shout out Taylor Jesus. Montgomery. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's gonna actually kind of like uh Matt Kuchar. He never wins, but he's always finishes inside the top thirty. It's kind of what Matt Kuchar made his living on. So classic, classic Kuchar. I feel like Kuchar's gonna be on like a PGA tour event at the age of like eighty three. Like they'll they'll cut to him on a Friday and he'll be hitting a shot into the green. People are going, Cooch, and be like, he's still playing That's all he's gotta do. Yep. Uh, but golf wise, what else? What else is going golf wise? Do we have Do we have any updates? I know I've gotten. A what bunch about of... your boy Roy's? What about your boy Roars? Oh yeah, I forgot about the European tour. Uh, yeah, Rory is just the king of golf right now. It's a what a year for Rory. World number one, FedEx Cup champ, and won the European FedEx Cup, the DP World Tour Championship. What do they call it? Like the Rolex points or something? Or is it not Rolex yeah. anymore? Whatever they call it. Uh, he also won the European tours season long uh points race without winning on the European tour, I believe. He just and finished just, inside the top ten every single European tour start. He's just a, he's had he's had a monster year of you know, not just wins, but like you said, like top tens. Like he's always in the top ten. I don't remember the last time I'm trying to I mean he missed he missed the cut at the FedEx St. Jude to start the playoffs, which is like a little bit disappointing. But aside from that, the last time he played bad was like before the Masters. He just doesn't, he hasn't played bad golf in a long time. And we talked a little bit last week, like, was he getting hot at the wrong time? Cause he's got to take a break. I don't feel like Rory, I don't think Rory, I think he just, this is, he's just a very good golfer, right? I don't think it's about him getting hot or cold. He's going to be what he's going to be. I think it works a little bit differently. Like <sighs> we see, we always make fun of like Russell Henley getting hot and then he, he just plummets and misses a bunch of cuts. 
when the best players in the world get hot, their lows just aren't as low as the other guys' lows, if that makes sense. That right. Like awesome. we always like John Rom won the US Open and then he didn't win for a while, but his lows were also like he sprinkled in top fives and top tens. Like they're still gonna be there. It's just that pinnacle. But mm-hmm. after Rory mentioned that he's the most all he's the best, or what is it? His golf game right now is the most uh, what the hell was the what's the word that he used? All around complete golfer he's ever been. Was the there you exact, go. Was the exact quote. He's the, the most complete golfer he's ever been, um, but he's still he's looking forward to working on it. I think he's playing in Europe in January. He's playing in the match on December tenth, um, mm-hmm. but we won't see him play actual golf for over a month. But the match will be fun to watch him play. Oh, I can't wait for the match. The match is going to be awesome. Tiger and with those boys is going to be sweet. Yeah, but yeah, Rory and then John Rom won obviously. Which this has been another quote unquote down year for John Rom, but he's won three times. And he got me a little nervous talking about, you know, all this talk about the world rankings, but he does kind of make some sense there. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? It's uh, I understand that, like, you know what? There's less players in the DP world and there's more players in um, the event down there in South Carolina, the PGA Tour event. Uh, I think it's good for golfers like Rom who are in their stature to be talking about these issues and to be making them public and be like, this is how I feel. Cause we've learned this year that like with all the changes going on, if you say something now, the tour, the world rankings or the, the golf world is more susceptible to, to maybe changing something to make it better. Um, and so I don't know. I, I, I understand. I, whenever Rom starts talking about this stuff, I get a little nervous that he's kind of, you know, inching his way out of there to go to live. But I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on it? He does seem, I don't know. Part of me th- thinks he's firmly on the PGA tour side, but it is very funny that whenever he opens his mouth, he almost sides with the other one, which right. is fine. It's his, it's his own, which is his own opinion. It's fine, but he is very like, Oh no, I'm very PGA tour, but everything that comes out of my mouth, it shows the opposite of that, which yeah. what are you going to do? But I kind of agree with him. Like there was nobody playing in that event. Yeah. There was nobody playing in that event on the PGA tour. Uh, and then you go over to the DP world tour and it's everybody. So I get that it's a minimum feel, but there's got to be some sort of way to balance that out. It is harder to beat 156 guys than it is to beat 40. But when the 40 include what seven of the world's top 20 players or the top 25 players, that also adds a little bit to it. Um, There's there's just has to be a way to include the number of highly ranked OWGR guys in an event, correlate that somehow into points. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to make that formula. But there has to be a way to be able to do that. And does Ron just want it better just so he can get more points in his ranking better, right? He just wants it for him. Like, hey, if I'm playing against these guys, I should be getting more on principle alone. 100% agree with you. I don't even know. What is Rom in the world right now? I'm looking it up. Five. Man, I just, sorry, I just looked up. My, I'm in my dad's office and he's got some weird world map. I know. He's, <laughs> got, he's, got, a, he's got a bunch of pictures back there. Yeah, that looks yeah. like a bona fide. See, this is technically my office. My bed is right there. I don't. Right. I don't have an office. Your dad. Look, I mean, he's got bookshelves back there. He's got mugs. He's got golf balls. He's got photos. He's got tennis rackets. He's got nine screens. No one has more more screens. He's got, <laughs> he's got three computer screens and then a television hanging up on the wall. He is he's the president of the HOA here in his neighborhood. So this is a very I'm I'm basically in the Oval Office right now. Wow. Yeah. That's an honor. That's incredible. 
he's got this map up of uh it's like europe but like I don't know what's going on here. I got to talk to like about that battlefield later. plans. It's like a World War II map. <laughs> it's very strange. We'll have to sit him down and have a chat. <laughs> Let him know what's going on. Go on with a uh, map. <laughs> uh, oh, also, I have to bring this up because she Please. is also a superstar. It was kind of something happened. Men's golf also happened in women's golf. Lydia Ko just won everything. Yeah. CME Group yeah. Tour Championship, the VAR Trophy, which is the scoring title for the year. She won Rolex Player of the Year. Uh, she's two points away from making it into the LPGA Hall of Fame. She's mm-hmm. and she's only I for, in somehow she's my age. She's twenty five. Jesus Christ, she's only your age. that puts it all in perspective for me because I I think she's twenty five like, years old. Good God, that doesn't even make sense to me because she was winning tournaments in like two thousand eight. Right. Yeah, man, she was really young. It's like. Man, what do you do now for the rest of your life after 25? You're like, well, have you done anything with your life? And you just list off like 90 things you've done. And you're like, all right, I guess I'm just going to chill now. It's ridiculous. She's she's two points away from being in a Hall of Fame of a sport. And she's 25 years old, yeah. which I do have to say something. I actually kind of like how the LPGA does their Hall of Fame. How do they do it? The certain things they achieve come with a certain amount of points. And then at the end mm-hmm. of the career, if you just have, I think it's 27 points, get you into the Hall of Fame. So there's no like, oh, this guy won a major, and the, but this guy won a players. Which one should go in the Hall of Fame? It's like, no, what did you do and how many points did you accrue throughout your career? Then you go in the, the Hall of Fame. I like that. I like For Hall of Fames, I think it should always be uh, if one person goes in, one person must, must come out. You've said that. You said that on one of the first podcasts we ever did. There should only Thank like you. there should only be 100 people in the Football Hall of Fame. And as yeah, soon as you I elect see. two guys, two guys got to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, and they have to get those phone calls like, hey, man, we're sorry. Uh, and we know your dad passed away 20 years ago. Uh, he's getting kicked out of the Hall of Fame. Can you go no get his stuff? Like Babe, <laughs> Ruth, Babe Ruth would not be a baseball Hall of Famer. He's just yeah. fuck out. Get Babe can Ruth you come, can you come to the back of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, please, and uh, pick up your dad's uh, the, the head scu- sculpture thing? Yeah. Done. Bust? Bust. Yeah. That is it. It's just, it's just in a cardboard box out back. Like, yeah, yeah, he's no yeah. His like jacket is stuffed on the top of it. I mean, meanwhile, in the front of the Hall of Fame, they're having like the big induction ceremony. So like those guys are going in while the other guys coming out. It happens at the exact same time. It has to. It has to. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, what what else is going on here? Um, I think this is old. Nelly Cord and Lexi Thompson are both playing in the QB shootout, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. To, I can't wait to see Nelly in that. Um, oh, the thirteenth hole at Augusta is done. Yeah, I wrote about I saw this that morning. Today. I don't know if you saw it. Eureka so, Earth. I looked at that. Yep, yeah, Eureka Earth. Shout out Eureka Earth. Uh, if you don't follow them, if you're obsessed with the Masters and Augusta National, they're a must follow on Twitter because they just post pictures of Augusta National like all year long. So you can see what it looks like in July when it's all dirt, when they're putting brand new grass in there. This freaks me out. Which is, I don't like, part of me doesn't like knowing that. Part of me yeah. part of me wants to think that it is absolutely pure 365 days a year. What I don't like seeing too is like how like the woods behind 12 aren't that deep. It's like six trees and it's something else. Correct. I don't, I, I like to think that it's just some <laughs> it's sort just- of. The like, forest goes on for miles or like it's above, like you have to take a mythical bus there or something like it's just right. part. you can't walk to Augusta or drive to Augusta. You have to have some sort of transportation. I don't like it being 10 feet away from a road. Yeah, I don't enjoy that. But yeah, the 13th, but the 13th, it's a 510 yard par five. Um, 
it is very reachable for pretty much everybody in the field. I mean, everybody listening to this podcast probably knows a 13th goal of Augusta. I don't really have to explain it that much. But if you're a right-handed golfer and you draw it, you're going to have like an eight iron into a par five. So it's always been, we need to lengthen this hole with modern equipment and all this kind of stuff because it's pretty much an easy birdie. I was looking it up from my article. Rory on Sunday when he made Eagle hit a three wood off the tee and then a seven iron on a par five. Like that probably shouldn't happen. So over, I think in June, the first pictures came out, they bought more land or they had the land and they're finally using it behind that 13 T box. And they moved it back. What looks like 40 ish yards. I don't know if you agree with that, but it looks like a pretty nice little extension. So if mm-hmm. I had to guess, it's probably going to play like 545 or 550 at, in the masters. We won't know, but the masters only ends their yardages with zeros and fives. So at least we know what the yardage will be, but it's going to be somewhere in that range. Now. The first thing that sticks out to me is the striking the, the tunnel shot. They have to hit out of there now, but it's, you know, it's, Cause it already it's, looks, sick. it's like, it yeah. already looks sick on camera. Like when that thing looks like it's coming out of it now, just move that exact view, but add 40 like, yards to it. I would like to be alive in 150 years from now and see them be like a hundred yards back just see that thing. they just keep buying land behind it so <laughs> yeah. it's like all right yeah <laughs> but so let's talk they made the 15 and i feel like last year the wounds were all different that took away a lot of those second shots into the green on 15 right on yeah what i didn't which i didn't love i hated that actually oh man do my internet just freeze on us no, no, I can hear you. You you broke up there for a second. I don't know if you can hear me, but if you miss what Andy terrible was internet. saying, yeah, terrible internet. If you miss what Andy just said, he mentioned that the changes to 15 last year kind of took away going for it in two from all the players pretty much in the field, especially with the wind. The wind was kind of shitty last year, uh, but they lengthened 15 and that's just a bona fide three shot hole now. Yeah, so I I don't think and I'm sorry my internet went out there for for a while you were frozen so I'm I'm, I'm taking that you you broke that all down great my yeah. yeah my fear is that took away shots that were fun to watch where I don't think on 13 I mean they'll still have they're still going to have the chance to go for it in two it would just be coming in with a long iron which is fun because then it's like you know then you really find out you know the best of the best right it's mm-hmm. a but if everyone's laying up to 112 yards on 13 then that's going to stink yeah I so just I, don't. I I think that the the hole played short enough before that, and especially since I still think you can cut off the corner a little bit with the added distance, it's going mm-hmm. to make a difference. And I think this, it, which is a little bit of a bummer, this will this move in particular will will benefit like Rory very in particularly. Like he can still right. hit a high draw, and he's going to be one of the number of guys that are probably going to still have an iron into that green. Instead of it being yeah. a seven iron and eight iron, it's now a five iron. But the other guys are probably going to have to hit woods, hybrids, or or layup. But it makes the drive way more challenging, though, because mm-hmm. you can't really cut that corner as much. Because you could cut that corner and just carry the trees. Now, if you overdraw it, you're just fucked, pretty much, is what it comes down. <laughs> like you're just in the yes. woods over there. And that green area is so like challenging where you can hit a good shot and it can come up short and fall down into that creek like Eric can go long and then all of a sudden you're you're it's an easy chip and two putts like it's a risk reward type hole. I just hope it uh, doesn't lose any of its uh, it's fun. Yeah. And with the and with the creek right there with a short iron, it's hard to push a short iron, right? It's easy to push a long iron short that comes up short to the right and it goes in that creek. Yeah. 
So I'm excited. It's a little bit of a bummer. We won't know the length, but it, 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 it to me in the picture, it looks like 35, 40 ish yards, if I had to guess. Yeah. And also the Eureka Earth, you shared that photo. Like they showed a photo yesterday of some group on the 13th tee, the, the, the members 13th tee taking photos. Every time I see those, I'm like, those lucky bastards. Oh my God. <laughs> They're having like the time of their life right now. They're teeing off on 13 at Augusta. Oh my God. I can't even, I can't even imagine that shit. That'd be so awesome. His internet went out again. God, I wish you guys could see what his face looks like in this frozen yeah. internet right now. It's crazy. Right. Your internet was so frozen. It's nuts. I don't understand it. I'm going to talk to the HOA president. After and he's running recording. a big time business out of there. How does he deal with bad internet? <laughs> we're gonna have a we're gonna have a conversation i was watching the tv earlier and all the espn was pixelating you know nah, it's like it's, it's brittle nah. something's going hey, on here what do you do what do you do for uh tv do you have like cable or do you have like a streaming system youtube tv you have the youtube tv yeah i just i just did um i also i just did hulu tv yeah because it was nice because they also own like ESPN plus or whatever. So I was able to just add, I already have an ESPN plus account. So I just added the Hulu live TV to it. So it was a little easier, but I like YouTube TV because their sports package has a red zone channel. So awesome. yeah. So I watch that every Sunday for work. Yeah. I love that. So I did want to ask you because I saw that uh, for the win was doing a draft, which are always very funny. Um, yeah. You did get waxed in the Halloween cat. Your Halloween candy draft was terrible. First place, I feel like it was terrible. Uh, I did want to ask you what your if you had to pick five items to fill your Thanksgiving meal plate with, what would the five <laughs> items be? Listen, I would. I don't think. I think modern th- Thanksgiving is one of the worst meals we eat all year. Can I tell you something? Please, hundred percent agree. I think I I would go out on a limb and say Thanksgiving food sucks. Yeah. I think more people are, are coming to terms with that, but now we all have to just be like, okay, let's now let's just make a change. We yeah, yeah. Think- we need to transition into Thanksgiving being more like let's just make really good food instead of terrible food that we're required to make. Yeah, and when people all get mad at me about that, they're like, Oh, you don't like turkey? And I go, What's your favorite turkey restaurant? Correct. No one has one because no one no restaurants serve turkey. I I've never met a person to walk into like uh, to walk into a restaurant and go, can I have can I have four slices of carved turkey, please? Yes. And our special tonight is carved turkey. You're like, oh, what a night to be in. Oh, I need it. Shut up. You know, and stuffing's fine, but there's it's a reason why we eat it once a once a year. Like it's not great. So I would go and you're I would I would make it a a full barbecue spread. Who doesn't like? Can we can we can we agree on one thing? Hmm. Ham's good. Do you like ham? No, I mean, I, it's better I, than turkey. I don't like ham because whenever oh, I eat ham, see, I, I feel like, like ham, I like ham better than turkey. But go on. I don't know. The, like the texture of like a baked ham makes me feel like I'm eating like human or something. It's very weird. Oh, yeah. I'm n- now I'm never going to be able to eat ham. No, but I, okay. I actually like ham. Um, I'm just like not ham. a big turkey guy. But I think as Americans, there's nothing more American than barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. I think every mm-hmm. I think I think if if elected president, I'd give every family a smoker and say, get to know the smoker. You know, and I would smoke brisket, pork butt, ribs, wings, mm-hmm. um, and then inside you're making you're making mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. You're making some potatoes au gratin. You know, and then you're just you're throwing it all on the table, 
and it's like a it's a barbecue buffet. If we are going to be honest, I think Thanksgiving should just borderline be like July 4th, volume two, just with more masses of food. Mm -hmm. Just get all the American food. And everyone always worries about like, oh, how do I cook a turkey the right way? And by the end of it, when you make a turkey, like you put everything on the turkey so you don't taste it anyways. Correct. It's like wedding food. If you ever get married, don't uh, don't worry about the food. Because when, when was the last time you went to a wedding and you're like, remember that dinner we had there? It was fantastic. Yeah, it's just you just mix everything into one bite and eat it. You're like, let me eat this real quick so I can go back to that open bar and dance to uh, rap music out on the on dance floor. 100%. Everybody just never like, oh, man, that steak we had there was really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, one, yeah. no one said good wedding food. Yeah, I, I completely. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I mean, I'm a big mac and cheese guy. But I, I agree with you. I think I think Thanksgiving food is garbage. It's bad. I don't want and, it. And they're like, oh, what about the leftover sandwiches? And like, even those are like, whatever. It's not like life changing. If they were that good, you'd make them, you know, once a month. This is what I'm saying. They're like, oh, man. It's like, oh, I love those. It's like, well, then make them more then. They're trash. Yeah. I don't want to eat bread with sliced turkey, cranberry sauce and stuffing on it. No. That sounds terrible. That sounds like what you would give prisoners. I don't want it. <laughs> I, I wrote an anti-turkey take a couple years ago on For the Win, and Big Turkey read it. Um, Big, Big Turkey reached out, and, re- and they're like, the Turkey Federation of America. We're like, we'd love to have you come down and, and try turkey from our chefs who cook it. And I said, yeah, send me the plane ticket. 100%. I'll and, go too. And they ignored me because they know that they're trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they you let know. me if you let me film all of it, I'll go down there because yeah, I would have gone down there and exposed Big Turkey like yeah. like the way the same way Big Farm has been, Big Farm has been exposed. I would expose mm-hmm. Big Turkey. Big Turkey. Yep, Turkey. I don't know why we're we're eating turkeys every year. People are like oh, have you everyone too is like oh, you, did you brine it? Yeah, I've heard of brining. I get it. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah, people are like oh, what do they do? They they fry turkeys in like a big like it's a big chicken wing. It's like I, I it, it, no matter how you do a turkey, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, us people in America, we don't want to change anything about the Constitution that was written in 1776, and we don't want to change anything yeah. about the Thanksgiving dinner that happened in like. 500 BC. I know that's not the year. I'm being dramatic, but we got to get off our high horse and change some things. And Thanksgiving dinner stinks, and we all have to come to that fruition. Yeah. I f- thank you. Uh, amen. Amen. I, I feel <laughs> like if the founding fathers, and someone said it better than I did, but the founding fathers came back today and they're like, you guys are still going by that thing, the paper that, that we wrote? Like, first of all, that is a great. <laughs> I think that I saw that on TikTok the other day. Who the hell was that? I literally saw that bit two days ago on TikTok. Sebastian Monikowski. It was Rogan. It was Rogan. Rogan did that. Oh, was it? You didn't change any shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like we've had all these yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same thing with Thanksgiving Day. You're still eating turkey. Yeah. But you guys have like, like I would. I suggested that everyone make pizzas, right? So like, the, yeah, like you can get together as a family and make the dough, and then everyone can make their own fun little six, ten inch pizza where you put your own toppings on it, you bake it all, you sit at, sit at a table, and you all eat pizza. It's like it was great. You, you put a, one of those rented uh, fire, the fire ones, the, the fire, fire pan, domes, the fire yeah. domes in the backyard, and everybody goes out there, shoves their pizza in, spins it a couple times, takes it out. It would be fantastic. Yeah, there's so many better options. Oh my god! Uh, one year I smoked a pork butt for everybody, and I, I, they carried me off on their shoulders like I was Vince Lombardi in the 1960s. You 
they're giving me no hitter hugs, you know, when the catcher hugs yeah, the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. giving me no hitter hugs. It was unbelievable. The leap into the hug. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's like all they did was smoke a pork butt for 10 hours. All right, I'll catch you. Just jump into me. <laughs> Done. <laughs> uh, what the hell? What else is going on, dude? Uh, you know, it's a sad time of year when I know the year's about to end, the cold's coming. Go- I'm looking through golf week to just like see any articles of news any happen. And it's all just like holiday gift guides. And I'm like, I don't have money to yeah. spend on people, but it's also snow's coming. I'm not super happy about it. Yeah, there was a gift guide the other day for golf shoes that I wanted to look at. But I, I love like the, uh, the all the golf places that do their rankings. I'm like, they're like the best balls of the year. I'm like, let me guess. Pro V1, Pro V1X, Taylor made five. <laughs> Callaway. And Callaway crumbs off. <laughs> like, yeah, they won our gold medal. Like, let's see who won the silver medal. It's like all the balls that cost $30. Like, oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in a stunner. Pro V1X does not make it in the top. Like It's going to be the same five balls every time. Every single time. Literally every year. Uh, what else is going on? LPGA released their schedule. Record prize fund of $101 million throughout all their events next year, which is awesome. Nice. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I did I did want to show you something. I don't What's know that? if you I don't know if you saw it because I think you were busy before this. Um, I need to find the um the golf.com writer. So uh Bryson did an interview the other day. It was, oh, like, yeah. this, was this was last week. Lose, and he lost weight. Yeah, he he's lost weight. He's he's losing weight. He's getting on a better diet because surprise, surprise, his weight gain diet. He said, I felt weird and I didn't feel good because he gained all that weight. Um, I want I want to just go through his 2020 diet and I'm gonna ask you how how you would be feeling if you ate all this food. Ready? Got it. Breakfast. This is just his day. Okay. Four eggs, five anyway. strips of bacon, toast. Three protein shakes, plays golf. He goes, go macro bars. I don't know what those are. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Three protein shakes. Jesus. He has a snack, and then he has another protein shake. And then he has steak, potatoes, and two protein shakes for dinner. So you're telling me that you drank one, two, three, six, nine protein shakes a day, and that didn't work out for your body, you dumb mother. Like I drink one protein shake a day and it's delicious and I love it, but I couldn't imagine then going and another and another, it's like three back to back and another three back to back. Like the breakfast was great. Four eggs, uh, bacon, toast. I'm like, toast. I got it. That's a great breakfast. Yeah. Cause egg, four eggs, you can crush. No problem. Mm-hmm. Bacon's fantastic. Um, toast. And then you're like, and then 19 protein shakes. Like my belly, like on the drive to the course would be like, it would do, but when he played golf, he did look like that. His gut, I mean, he was big, but his gut was also like, he was like gutting out there. Yeah. That's surprised We never, and there's no, no Bryson farts on, on Mike and, and all that stuff that he was doing to his dude. Body. All that food. How long do you like his, his shits must've been like 48 hours apart. Oh God. He just he shit twice a week. It just, I don't know. Think about Bryson shitting twice a week, but you know, happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it's a shocker that 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 didn't work out for him. <laughs> yeah, that's what my point was. But what it if you had a I friend? Was, was... Imagine like he, that's why he needs to have people in his life. They're like, dude, what are you doing? Because if if you if you and I are you and I are friends, but if we hung out every day and you're like, all right, I'm gonna go have a protein shake, I'd eventually be like, what number of protein is that shake is that for you, Tay Riley? And we, if you were like uh, eight, I'd be like. 
what what's the matter with you? Is everything okay? Yeah, what's like that's on? an addiction. That's like that's like that's like a drug addiction, right? You're just I gotta get more protein. Gotta get more protein. Gotta get more protein. It's like enough is enough. I'd be like Riley, put that blender away. Put the blender away, Riley. The most absurd diet of all time that anyone's ever done. You surprised it didn't work out. Good for I, him for quitting. You know. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I still always forget about Bryson until like he pops up on Twitter. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. It is very funny that you don't. Th- I don't. We don't think about any of those guys anymore. No, <laughs> like when he won the U.S. Open a few years ago, it's like he, he he was like the center of the golf universe, right? Like the at the Palmer, like doing that thing with his hands and he his his a beefed up body, like he was it. And now it's like I don't know. You just kind of like hear about him every now and then. He's just, I don't want to call him a nobody in golf, but he's getting pretty damn close. Well, like I, I put, I put him and like Lou Eustace in the same conversation. Yeah. Like my a guy, same caliber Brooks, player. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. I think Cam Smith is only more relevant just because he won the open, but he was also not on live at that point. So like, it'll, like it'll be weird. Yeah. It'll be weird next year when, uh, at the Masters week, you'd be like, oh my God, I forgot like these guys were around. Correct. 100%. You know, because that's going to be a long time from then. I, I'm sure there's live events before that, but it's like live events kind of go unnoticed, really. Yeah. I don't even really know, especially when they're overseas. Like you almost wake up to them and they're, all, they're already done. It's like, wow, that actually happened. I think their yeah. first, I, their schedule hasn't come out, but I think their first event is February, middle of February, February 14th, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't have a lot of faith in this internet connection, to be honest with you. No, me neither. You already lost you four times, but what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to have a stern talking to my dad after this. I do have to I do have to ask you one question, though, because Thanksgiving, we all know the food's trash. Um, mm-hmm. But it is also one of the first question. Christmas basketball or Thanksgiving football? Thanksgiving football. Yeah, me too. I think it's Christmas. Basketball. I used to it used to be it used to be Christmas basketball because that was always like the first like day where like all the teams played on national television. You know, mm-hmm. you'd have all like your first matchups. like you'd have like yeah your first se- season showdown. And you'd be like, all right, let's watch this. And now they got and now they got like nine games from like nine a.m. till like eleven p.m. Yeah, I do. I something next day for just putting like your best two games and going. Here's our showcase for the day. Yeah, like one at five and one at eight. Like this is Christmas basketball right here. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to get your picks for the um Thanksgiving football. Okay. All right, here we go. Right. And you got to do it against the spread too because if you don't do it against the spread that's kind of a cop out. All right. Okay. Um ESPN just doesn't have the NFL number 1 on their on their thing. They're woke. They're too US ESPN's too woke. Buffalo Bills versus the Detroit Lions who are coming off a three-game win streak, I believe. Mm-hmm. Buffalo is minus nine and a half. Oh man, I love the Lions in this one. I love the Lions to win this one. Give me the Lions money line. The Lions money line would be outrageous. Yeah, the Bills are uh, playing back to back weeks in Detroit after all the snow. Uh, they were playing like crap before it. They they kind of struggled early last week against uh, the Browns. The Lions are playing. I can't believe I'm picking the Lions to win at home on Thanksgiving because I usually am the one yelling. The Lions should never be on TV anymore on Thanksgiving. They ruin it every year. I think the Lions win outright. Outright plus three thirty five. For the for the record, I'm gonna keep. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the nine and a half. But Lions, Lions plus nine and a half. Um, Giants, Cowboys, which probably no one at the beginning of the year thought that game was gonna be very good. But all of a sudden, we got two seven and three teams going against each other in Dallas. Dallas is minus nine and a half. Uh, minus nine. 
Jeez, we got two blowout games, huh? The Vegas has seen two blowouts to start the day. I guess I can I see guess. that. The, the, I don't. The Giants it evolved, uh, felt like frauds to me all year long. Oh, you think so? I feel yeah, I feel that way. I mean, Daniel Jones. I mean, come on. I think it's true. Back with that and the Cowboys and Vikings. But this is what's crazy about football, right? Like they go out there and they beat the Vikings forty to three last week, and so you're gonna be like, oh, they're the Cowboys are the best, and the Giants beat them. And that's why I don't gamble on football because I always have these arguments inside my head. I'm like, oh, okay. Because right when I you think you got to figure it out, you're like, all right. And like, even Vegas is like nine points. And like, no. Nine points is a lot. And I hate laying nine points with a team that is coming off a legitimate 40 point blowout. That just seems like, how are they going to do that two weeks in a row? Dallas is really good. Um, I think Dayball is a good coach, though, for the Giants. Um, and then our boys. I'm taking, taking, I'm taking Dallas in that, by the way. Dallas minus nine? Yeah. Okay. And then we got our boys going against the team that just got their asses kicked. Uh, Patriots versus Vikings. Vikings minus two and a half in Minnesota. Man, minus two and a half. I feel like minus two and a half is just barely the amount of points the Patriots offense can score right now. Let me tell you something. That game was one of the worst games I ever watched in my life. Yeah, it was it was annoying because to be completely honest, the Patriots move the ball okay. I think people forget when they're talking about that game on TV that the Jets defense is also just disgustingly good yeah they're real good like the jets defense is filthy ask josh allen ask josh allen from a couple weeks ago how good the jets defense is but i mean mac played okay what was he 24 27 for 250 or something like that um but i missed a few field goals because the wind was really bad so they they, they moved the ball the jets had two totally yards in the second half like the the paths weren't that bad but yeah yeah yeah. it was it was just annoying because we would move the ball and then we would have to either settle for a field goal or there would be a sack and we have to punt it was annoying uh electric finish though yes one of the best ways you can win a football game is return a punt for a touchdown to win. although that dude who who threw that block at the end of that punt i'm watching on live i'm like don't block that guy you don't need to block him like that's one of those things where you block and they're like illegal block and like you didn't need to do that thankfully the refs didn't call it but it probably could have i stood up and I and I was celebrating, and then as he was doing it, I pointed at the TV, and then just and, and then just waited until the yellow graphic didn't show up at the bottom, and then I started celebrating after that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, um, this I think the Patriots will win this one. I think Pat Patsy is really good. Coming off a blowout at home, only being minus. 2.5 I think but that I think Vegas is is trying to make you take the Vikings I think the Patriots win yeah Patriots plus two and a half shocking on this podcast we both took the Patriots I think we both shocking. have I think we have the both the same bets I'm going to take the Lions plus nine and a half Dallas minus nine Pats plus two point two and a half and we got to write letters to each team if they win for us Hundred percent. Maybe I'll parlay all the results together dear then- Dallas Cowboys thank you so much for what you did for me on Thanksgiving Right, it's just Jerry. He's like, Jerry. "Wow, guys, hold on, this guy Riley. We won him a hundred bucks this week." Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, Second man. landline just rang. Two landline calls in an hour. How do you have two landlines in one house? Two land, no, two landline calls in an hour. Oh, do, the, do your parents have cell phones? Yes. Who's calling them on a landline? <laughs> no idea. That's where your dad's HOA business comes in. Yeah. He's running towns and shit. He needs to know what's going on. I'm uh, I'm quite confused about what's going on in this office, and I, I'm looking forward to talking to him about it. It does look a little bit confusing. It's just I this can whole just mess see going over your shoulder. He's got like three maps of Europe with just like lines going across it. 
I'm going to give people a little bit of insight on how Andy's brain works. We're going to get off this podcast and maybe about an hour go on Andy's Twitter. And it's going to be uh, a tweet with four pictures of his dad's office, just in kind of like a collage where you pick and go through them. I'm I don't know if this, on that post. I, I don't know what he's doing. He's retired. I don't know why he has these maps up. I need to figure this stuff out. Where's he going? Be able to sh- I don't know. Yeah. Where's he going? What is he planning? I don't know. This is all quite, it's all quite sketchy. He's got a fax machine. I think Jesus. Oh, I feel like I'm doing this podcast from a museum, right? It's like 2002 in there. <laughs> you got two landline calls in under an hour. It's ridiculous. I get having a landline phone, but for it to be active <laughs> twice, in twice. An hour is crazy. It's crazy. You've been in that. You've been in that room for 30 minutes. Yeah, unbelievable. That is crazy. Uh, you got anything else for the uh, for the people? I gotta uh, I gotta pack today. I'm going I'm going to Jacksonville. I'm going to your yeah. I'm replacing you in Jacksonville. Too bad we won't be there at the same time. We could play around a golf, but I know maybe uh maybe I'll talk to Tim and see if you can come down to uh reunion on December, yeah. uh one of those days that we're down there and play golf with us. Yeah. Do you know where you're playing at down there? No idea. I thought re- is reunion not a thing? I thought that was a course. No. Oh, I thought you were saying we're having a reunion down there. No, no, no. The I think the resort we're staying at is called Reunion, I'm pretty sure. Oh, all right. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I'll take your word for it. We'll see. Hold on. I have a phone call coming in. Let me. Uh, that, yeah, <laughs> <we gotta> get... <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Well, sorry I for think, the bad internet. I think that's all we got. Yeah, we apologize for the bad internet, but we we battled through that. I think that's all we got. Next week is, um, what's the date next week? What do we have to talk about next week? I don't think we have anything because the next. We're rolling into December when we get the. Uh... Actually, no. Wait, that's the last week of November. It's, it's officially Christmasy. It's officially Christmas on set on Friday. I'm getting my tree on Sunday when I get back. Yeah, it's December first. So then we come into silly season of golf. Are you um? Are you uh? Are, do you get your tree up pretty much right after Thanksgiving, or do you wait? I don't put a tree up. That's crazy talk. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't. Yeah, I don't put a tree up. That's wild. What? Yeah, I don't know. What am I gonna do? Put it, put a tree. I don't know. You know, I live alone. So what? So you can put a tree up. Yeah. Why not? Put some stockings up on the wall. Yeah. Dog yeah. deserves one. No. You just knock it over. That's true. He said, "Yeah, that is it. That is." It. When do you put your tree up? When you get home from your trip? Uh, yeah, we'll probably go. So I worked at a um. This is very New Hampshire of me, but I worked at a, a farm in high school. Shocker. Uh down the down the down the street from my house. And they you milk do, a cow. They do, do not milk a cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They do um they set up a like a stand in their parking lot. So we'll go get one on Sunday when we get back. Wow. And drive it back. Because I don't do fake trees. No. We had a fake tree for a while when I was growing up, but it's been real for a while. You're still grown up. Yep. Proud I really am. Appreciate that. But uh, but yeah, next week I have no clue what we're going to talk about next week. There's nothing going on. So this is this is my last thing this week I have to do for work, and now I can just shut it down. I got to get this. I got to get this podcast live, and then I have nothing planned. If something comes up, then I do it. If not, I'm I'm riding. So vacation, baby. Then I got to pack and I got a flight tomorrow. So all right, everybody. Well, we'll uh, I guess we'll talk to you about something next Tuesday. But uh, enjoy the holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, enjoy some days off from work, and we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.